Because it's true. You should sing love it, what you sing do. Sing a little bit. You've been... <laughs> do what you love and call it work. Oh, my God. I wish <laughs> I had a video. Why are you smiling so big when you're singing? I don't know. That was pretty funny. Uh, that was good, by the way. Really? Better than I thought. Yeah. Well, you, I been... was in choir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a singer anymore, though. I don't I practice enough. All right, it's noon, and we're drinking coffee. I'm drinking water, man. New, you just made a whole pot of coffee. For you. Oh, you. I will have a little bit later. You poured some. I just saw you pour some after it was made. I haven't drank it yet. Oh, you poured it, and you're just staring at it? Yep. That is the worst when you wake up, and you realize you're, you have no coffee left. Yeah, we drink an entire pot. Twelve cups. I swear to God, it's why I'll never do a New Year's resolution about even pretending to try and quit coffee. No. Like, I, I, there, I, I would quit anything else if I, if I had to other than coffee. Like, if a doctor was like, look, you can live for another 100 years if you quit coffee, I'd be like, nah, I'll just roll the dice. <laughs> I can't do it. That's funny. It's a full addiction. I, can, I mean, a full addiction. That's good. Yeah. God, I, I just, I need it. Wakes you up. Yeah, but noon is too much. And it's like 80 degrees out. Like, I feel like, ugh. Well, Drinking. we only had half a pot this morning. I know. That's, so. That I shows how bad store. it is, how much you need it. You know, we need it. You know? Um, Cal, by the way, we've gotten some really cool, nice messages over the weekend. I don't know what episode we did. Uh, oh, 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 it was about sneaking the antibiotics. Oh, yeah. Um, which we're still doing. Yeah, it's working too. We haven't had really many problems. Yeah, surprisingly, we're just mixing it with water. And he usually doesn't, he doesn't do juice and stuff, so he doesn't like flavors. Yeah. But he's drinking it. He, he sometimes will sort of look at it and make a face. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's all good. He looked at you the other day and he said, stop it. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> it's like he and knows, you, he like knows I'm cup. putting something in his water. I was telling most the other night, I said, I feel like we're doing something illegal. Like we're <laughs> spiking his his drinks. I'm like, but we have a doctor's prescription to do this. So whatever. Yeah, it's antibiotic. I know, but it's just, it's so. For a double ear infection. It's so creepy. Like we're trying to find like the right um, like blend formula so he doesn't taste it. I know. And but he did. He was drinking it the other day and he looked at it and he looked at me and he goes, Stop it. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay. Well, you know what? I think he knows it's in there, but he doesn't want to for us to just give it to him the regular way. And he doesn't want to fight us, you know? Yeah. So I think he's just like, Well, I know I have to take this, so I'll just do it this way. Yeah, he's feeling a lot better. Anyway, we got some really nice messages uh for people wishing uh Cal well. Yeah, and wishing us well. <laughs> Yeah, he's actually with, had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, I mean, with double pink eye and double ear infection, um, this had the chance to really get off the rails quick. Yes. Um, but <clears throat> I was pretty surprised at the weekend and how cool and chilly was. He's very calm and chill. Um, and we talked about that before, about like fevers and kind of losing the uh, side effects. I don't know what they're, what they're called. I don't know. The characteristics of autism. Yeah, it, it's just... You say one thing wrong, and you just the the Facebook inbox just blows up, and it's just negative people. How could you use that word? Da 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 da. da. And well, folks, so, just so you know, when we get those messages, I mean, I just laugh. I'm like, gosh, th- this took up your day to like get into my messages and just write three pages. Of yeah, anger. I can't do negativity. I just laugh. I just go, wow. I-, I don't even know. You're either, well, whatever. It just, I just, just to let you know, you, I laugh. 
So this is kind of gross, but this is always something we're dealing with. So the whole poop thing. Ah, I was hoping we'd go an episode without using that word. Well, I mean, it's real and there's people that deal with it. So I just thought this was really interesting. So he has done it several times this weekend. We've caught it right away. So he just has it in his hands and it's not like everywhere. But when he was doing his OT evaluation, I had brought that up and she said, do you think that he likes the smell of it? Or do you think he just likes to the feeling? God, this is so gross. Well, I'm sorry. This is real autism stuff. I know it. It just so ugh. he. I've actually realized now, and I said it then. He likes the feeling of squishing it, and yes, it sounds gross, but he likes that feeling. Yeah, my stomach hurts when you say it. <laughs> like my, I can feel my stomach. Hurt. Well, I'm just trying. We're trying to figure out what will help this. There's no we. Go, this stop. is you. You know. <laughs> Anyways, he likes to grab it and feel oh, it, geez. just like grabbing play-doh or sand or something like that. So right. now that we know that that's the problem, we we're gonna try to fix it. So, anyways, Are there's other s- people dealing with this, though. I, I know. I just you know I might throw up, so I just wanted to mention that. If oh I, my gosh! If I happen to vomit everywhere, uh, you know. Well, I mean, just listen. I, there's no better podcast than the ones talking about crap and vomit in the same sentence. I mean, this <laughs> is this is in depth stuff, man. I know. Are you surprised at the amount of people that are affected by autism? I'm not even talking about directly. Like we were out yesterday, we had a couple people come up to us and talk to us about autism. I was like, wow. I mean, people are affected. Like, like, and it's a lot of, you know, like, um, you know, I know someone whose kids or my kids want to get in the field to help kids. I'm kind of like, hmm, this is like a lot of, it's almost like, I don't know, it's a little more mainstream than I thought. I was very surprised. Well, people are definitely talking about it a lot more now. I mean, I, when I was little, I didn't hear about autism. You know, it was, it was around. And then even when our kids were little, when Tyler was, Tyler's 14, when he was little, we, you didn't hear about autism, you know? I swear to God, I only knew about autism because of the movie um, that we talked about the other day. Yeah. That was, I mean, you know, it's just there's so much power in, in especially back in the day, um, in, in like a movie, in Hollywood, and entertainment. Yeah. They come out with one two-hour movie, and it literally like educated, quote-unquote, educated America on what autism was. And yeah. I honestly don't even remember how realistic it was. I just know that it was called The Rain Man, and, you know, he just was... The Rain Man? Rain Man. Okay. Not The Rain Man. Oh. Rain Man, I think. Yeah. But then you said his name was Raymond, right? Raymond. Yeah. But it's Rain Man. Okay. And I have no idea why it's called Rain Man. I think it's called Rain Man, right? Is I don't. It? I don't know. I rem- I remember there was a movie about autism. Yeah, I do remember I that. That, I that was pretty much it. it because it. But it was like huge actors. Right? It was like Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman. So that's honestly why I don't even think people went to see the movie because they really cared about autism. I think they just went because it's like, oh, Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman have a movie out. Right. I mean, it could have been about you know. I don't know anything. It, I mean, it could have been about selling crowns and people would have gone and watched it. It right, just happened to be about autism. And right. so, but people kind of were like, oh, so that's what it is. I do have a lot of people talking to me about, thank you so much for sharing this on your podcast because I really knew nothing about autism. Yeah. And, I, and guess what? Either did I. I knew nothing about it. Neither do we, honestly. I mean, I, we're still learning. I yeah. Mean, we devote so much time to like research and talking to people. And I still feel like every day I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing or saying or, or you know what I mean? Because it's like the rules, like the goalposts keep moving in this, in this world. Like today we don't know, we didn't know what we were facing when we got up and the antibiotics and 
Then his, yeah, we don't know what the day brings. One still. of his shoes had a hole in it, so you had to go get him a new shoe. Right. A new shoes. I mean, that's the kind of thing that could set him off for a week, having a hole in his shoes. Well, like, so- I know it sounds crazy, but it is crazy. Like, it, you just are like, oh, no. What's next? You well, know? once there was a hole, then he's like fixated on picking it. Right. So it could go the other way where he doesn't want you to get rid of the shoes because right. he's got like, because he can feel the edges of the hole. And he's you know what I mean? It's like or he'll just stare at it or he'll put his sharks in it or something. And if you try to take that away, you're done. Or he's picking the shoes and putting the rubber pieces in his mouth. Yep. You know, Yep. so I tried the shoes on him at the store and then he immediately wanted to keep them on. But I had to get the little tag thing off of it. Like, she had to remove the tag thing. Nope. So we went to the register. I'm like, sit down. Let me take off your shoe. Ah! Oh, yeah. And so she did it real fast, and I put it on. But he likes his shoes. Did you have to tell the lady? No. And we were the only ones in the store, so it was fine. Uh, I didn't tell her. That was interesting. The other day, we were talking about, um, you know, when do you tell people? Like, at what point in the, you know, whether it's the meltdown or just the scenario, do you say, hey, he's autistic? Yeah, it depends on the situation. It really does. And, and it's like, I, I'm i doing it more and more now. Maybe yeah. I'm more comfortable with it. Maybe I'm like not as embarrassed, you know, by, by it. And, and I know I'm going to get 10 emails on that uh, calling me a horrible person for saying you're embarrassed. Well, you know what? It is embarrassing. It well, is, the situations are embarrassing. That's what I'm saying. Yes. The you're situ- not embarrassed of him. No, but yeah. And I, people, I don't know you know how people could think that. But anyway, that's how they want to take it. But I think part of it, too, is having four other kids who didn't have these problems. Yes, the, public meltdowns and all the, like in the way that they happen and stuff like it is embarrassing. Like it's embarrassing. It, yeah. It just, you know, and. I guess I could lie and be like, oh, it doesn't bother me. I just do my thing. Screw those people. Well, no, it's kind of embarrassing. And especially when you're with the other kids because then they're sort of like, uh. <laughs> yes, you're not embarrassed of him or him being autistic. You're embarrassed of the situations that you're put in. That autism and, creates. No, call yeah. it what it is. What autism creates. Yes, yeah. they put you in embarrassing situations in public. And the thing about it is, is some people, they don't want to tolerate anything. And so they get very flustered and angry and upset and whatever and so then you're sort of like dude like calm down like i'm doing the best i can he can't control it my other kids are trying to help you know what i mean so it's like so it's like hey look you know he's autistic and this is just not he's not having a good moment but usually when you say that to people they're they get it you know but Um, every situation you're we're in there is a moment yep every situation i mean i took him to four different places today and every situation there was a moment but I didn't feel the need to tell anyone and it didn't last long. So, but yeah, even our kids get to the point now where they say he's autistic because it makes you feel better and it makes people, it makes you feel like, okay, just understand what I'm going through. Yeah. You know? it, what, what it is, is that you, you sense the judgment from people who are like, Oh, look at those parents, that kid, he's freaking out. I bet you they're those kind of parents who just chuck him an iPad and they're like, go have fun by yourself. You know, they're assuming like, Oh, he has no friends. He has no social it, because it's our fault. Because we're bad parents. Yeah. So, And you can kind of feel that with some people. Yeah, people that, are judging Yeah, you. they're really judging the hell out of you, you know, really hard. Now, granted, he's having like a monumental meltdown, so people are sort of like really noticing and stuff. But the ones who are getting a little edgy and a little whatever, you know, sometimes the right thing to do to calm them down is to tell them, hey, here's what's going on. Right. And, and trust then- me, if, if there was a magic button I could press, <laughs> I'd press it. But, you know, I don't want, I, I had to tell one guy before, look, I don't want to be dealing with this either. I'm really sorry. Like screaming, like I'm 
we're, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you just have to tell people like to get them on your level. Like I am not happy that this is happening, but I, you know, you can't, you can't grab these kids by the arms and say, settle down, stop, or you're in trouble. No, we don't even raise our voice. Oh, you have no idea. Like that would, that could do serious damage. And so, but I think when the parents see that you're not doing that, some of them are like, God, you're just ignoring that kid and his meltdowns. What a spoiled brat. (laughs) I know. know. Austin. Make sure he's fine, please. Sorry, I heard Hmm. him cough. Well. Oh boy, we're trusting Austin. This is <laughs> this is risky, boy. Well, he was eating Funyuns, so just no, making sure he's okay. Another healthy breakfast. Funyuns for breakfast. It's not breakfast. Well, he it's had lunch. Him, he had him earlier too. Actually, I walked in. I saw all the kids were were, were gnawing on Funyuns. Oh, we forgot to do our Funyuns Friday. We keep oh, forgetting. We did. Eh. We'll start it next Friday. This Friday. This Today's Friday. Monday. It feels Today's so, Monday. Feels like Sunday. Today's Monday. We went out yesterday. It was nice. Mm. Today's a beautiful day. Oh, God. <laughs> well, we went out. Yeah, we went out yesterday because it was like the first like, I mean, it was like 83. So, I mean, it was hot yesterday. And I'm like, I've got to go see the Gulf of Mexico. And I mean, I've got to just like, let's walk down and just do something. Let's uh, whatever. But it was it was really good. But we ran into a bunch of people and a bunch of people had a really nice thing to say about the podcast and autism. And that's why I said I was really surprised how many people are, are somewhat influenced or a part of autism. You know, in in their own way, right? You know, it's pretty. It's it, it it's pretty cool. Well, and I I think it's good for people to share their stories so everyone can better understand. You know, I t- when I took him for I told you when I took him for his OT evaluation and PT, the physical therapist was like not talking to him how I thought she should be talking to him because she was talking to him like a typical kid, um, and talking to him like he's four and a half and can understand that which really he's like a two-year-old. So I'm like, I said, have you ever dealt with um, autism before? And she's like, oh, yeah, all the time. She's like, but the kids are not all, all the same. So she's like, I don't know how to handle each kid. And I'm like, yeah, he's actually not going to respond to you if you keep talking like that. You really have to just lay it out like, Cal, jump. Cal, do this. Yeah. Like she's saying too many words at once. And I'm like, and he was running all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> And she, she and this is her job. She I was mean. talking in like long paragraphs, yes. instead of like short, punchy sentences or phrases that he can understand. You know, it, it's almost like he's not going to talk in long paragraphs. He can't, so he also can't understand it. He'll lose focus. So you have to kind of, you have to communicate how he consumes because he consumes how you communicate. Right, so and me a, as his mom, I'm like, this isn't going to work. I said that to her. Yeah, and it's weird that they did the. Uh, the, the the evaluation, it's so trendy now to say eval. <laughs> they all go eval. Can we schedule an eval? I'm like, oh, yeah. Shorten <laughs> up that evaluation for me. Eval. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> they all say that, though. But the one doing the eval is not the one who's going to be working with them. I really didn't understand. Not this girl. Didn't I think un- she just wasn't there. Yeah, but it's kind of like I would just do it another day because it's hard to do an evaluation when you're not really used to um, doing therapy for autistic kids. Yeah. Just... But she's right. All the kids are different, which makes me also think like when somebody tells you, oh, I know this person, they have autism, you know, just somebody that just has a friend or they work with them. Yeah. Just because that person with autism is fine does not mean our child's going to be fine. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, I know this guy and he he's in college. He lives on his own. And it's like, okay, but that's don't tell me my kid's going to be fine because you really don't know. You know? Yeah. 
It's uh no, it's it is. I was watching a video this morning. Um, fathering autism is that the Facebook page? He does yeah. a good job. Him and his yeah, family. Yeah, he does. They've, they've done um a really good job. Uh, their daughter, I believe she's nonverbal. Yes. Um, but they did a video of their ABA therapist. Um, it was like a really good therapy session, and he was saying, "Hey, you know, these don't all go well, but I happen to catch some video of a really good therapy session." They were trying to get her to put her pants away, like like take her pants to the laundry room. Yeah. Right. And they were showing, documenting the process of doing that. My God. I mean, they, it was like a really good documentation of how hard this is to get, to literally get, I think she's like 14 or 15 or 16. Yeah. She's a little older. Yeah. But to try to get somebody to put their pants in the laundry room, you know, for a teenager, I mean, that's like, hey, Charlie, go put your pants in the laundry room. It's done in three seconds. Right. This took a long time to get, and they had to do like kind of their version of like a timeout. I think they call it taking a break. And anyway, it was a really well done video. Their their Facebook page is Fathering Autism is what it's called. Yeah. They Um, do a lot of videos, actually. They do a lot of videos. They do really good videos. Um, They devote a lot of time, um, you know, on on their daughter. I think think it's um, only, Only Child. Uh, no, they, there's an older boy. Oh, okay. I think he moved out. Uh, <laughs> he got out of there. Um, well, he's older. He's yeah. A, no, I, I, I just, I, I, some of the videos I catch and, and they're just, they're well done and they come from a good, they come from a very honest place, their videos. They're not like hype videos. Right. You know, like, um, but they just, the uh, perspective is honest and, and, you know, it, it's just, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty, neat, pretty neat to see it, but I was like, yeah, I was like, that's a pretty good way to show people like what this is about and how hard it is because, you know, you have an ABA come, a therapist come, and they literally have to spend the whole session doing something like trying to get you to put your pants in the laundry room. Like that's, whew, that's a day, man. Yeah. You know. Well, Lauren, his therapist has him put his shoes in the laundry room. Yeah, on and the actually, shelf. it works now. Yeah, he likes it, and he likes it, and he knows the um the shelf to put it on. Right. And if there's no space on that shelf, you better make some space. Yes. Um, so that's worked really well, but good I, video. I think a easy way to describe autism is they have to learn everything step by step, you know, and just like our other kids, they learned how to just take off their clothes by themselves and get dressed by themselves and just simple things that they have to be taught. It's the steps that make up the steps, if that makes any sense. And I know it probably doesn't, but it's all the steps that it takes to get to the overall goal that you want. And that's what I think drives us crazy. Like it's, it's really can kind of make you a little bit insane because you'll look back and you'll be like, we've been doing this for like two hours and we're not really accomplishing anything, you know, and it gets, gets frustrating, but it's like anything else. You've got to just keep throwing punches and pushing and punching and kicking until you can get it done, you know? And it's like practicing. It is over, over and over, over, over. It, it's the reps, right? It's just the reps. It's like somebody told me once, it's like it's it's the reps in the gym that get you strong. It's not doing the one lift with all the weight. It's all those other hundreds and thousands of reps that got you to where you are. And it's so true. It's just you can call it whatever you want, you know, brick by brick or, you know, however you want to say it. But but that, it's a good way to say it. Yeah. It's yeah. the reps. It's just the little reps, the annoying ones, the ones that you feel like you're not really getting anything done, but you really are. Yeah. And it's like you start taking the steps forward and then you have to take steps back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, I just remember we, um, my mind works backwards sometimes. You mentioned Funyuns Friday and we didn't even say what that was. Oh, yeah. You just said we forgot to do Funyuns Friday. And I said, yeah, we did. I don't even know that we've talked about it. We've talked about it together. So Cal loves Funyuns and well, somebody asked me once, this was like 
I don't know, way back, maybe 30 some episodes ago. And somebody was like, hey, you know, like, ought to hear you talk a lot about autism. Like, what is it? And I was like, you know what it is? Let me tell you what it is. It's Funyuns for breakfast. Yeah. They're like, what? I'm like, exactly. I was like, can you ever imagine like eating Funyuns for breakfast? They're like, no, that's so weird. I'm like, exactly. That's autism. Because Cal loves Funyuns and he will, not all the time, but there are plenty of times. It's like, hey, Cal, good morning. Do you want breakfast? Yes. Funyuns. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So we're talking about, all right, well, Funyuns, um, on Friday, what we'll do is we'll do Funyuns Friday. This is like a cheesy radio bit. Right? This is the <laughs> cheesy radio bit in me coming out. Well. So what radio stations do uh, is they have to... Co- it's their fo- A lot of them are follow the leader. It's like, what's big and popular? And let's kind of like do something around that. So, so I was like, all right, well, we'll do Funyuns Friday. <laughs> I can actually hear it now. Caller 10, you win a bag of Funyuns. But, um, but we won't do Caller 10. So... I don't know. We'll just post a picture or a video of Cal with the Funyuns and then people like it and then we'll just randomly pick a number, a name of somebody and then we're going to send you a bag of Funyuns. That's good. <laughs> that's how I like it. stupid that is. But that's called Funyuns Friday. By it the went- way, Funyuns now, a freaking huge bag of Funyuns now is like almost $7. Yeah, that's I know. six something for the big bag. Everything's expensive I remember right when now. that jam was like two ninety nine. You know what would be cool if people could, a- could actually call? Um, Maybe you should get a number and people can call. We do have a number. Okay. We, we do have. Well, we a, need to get all that set up. Maybe I haven't they can set call it up. And I, I remember when I when I said the, the the where podcasts really fall off, like where they don't. And trust me, I do like six or seven of them. When where they the, the problem is here's the problem. It all <laughs> ends with like the communication. It's like you record it, you edit it. You, you 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 know it goes out on all the platforms and it's distributed however they're distributed but then you still miss that like interaction well i don't know because you're doing it on social but there's just got to be a way for the audience to also have a have a have a say so we do have a number i don't even know what it i have to I'll, I'll find it. Well, and maybe people could call the number, leave a message, and then my, we can call them back no, and then that, yeah, yeah, record that, it or oh, something. Oh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. But also for people to give comments and feedback and then to play that on the podcast, good or bad. Yeah. Because that's where I think the disconnect, like, it's just, I don't know. You, I'm so audience-driven. Like, I just realized, like, you put stuff out there, and you might think it's great, but if the audience thinks it sucks, guess what? It sucks. Right. And you may put something out there. You're like, ah, I don't know if that's good. If they love it, guess what? You're amazing. Yeah. Even if you doubted it. You know what I mean? It's the audience always decides. This is not about the creator, the people that are putting it out there. It's not. I mean, right. if so, you're just going to be a hobbyist and that's fine. But I'm just saying like, anyway, it's up to the audience. But but there's not enough of that, like, give the audience the piece of it. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's like radio station. Most radio stations, like... All the phone calls are recorded, and most of the radio shows themselves are, are recording it. Uh, you know, they're not even live. Um, and they'll put some person, you know, on to win a contest. It's all staged and hokey and stupid and predictable. Well, in this medium of, like, podcasts, dude, it's like the wild, wild west. You can say anything you want. You can do anything you want. You can, you know what I mean? You can, you can bend the rules. It's good. Yeah, so it's like, I think, though, that that's where one area where podcasters really fall off is getting the feedback from the audience and making that a part of the content. You know what I mean? Like if somebody called the radio show and was like, hey, I want to I talk about how, why I think your guys' show sucks. <laughs> well, I mean, I used to put people like that on. The problem is that my bosses were always scared of those people. 
They were so scared. They're like, no, we're number one. You have to, you have to act like we're amazing and we're great and we never do anything wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but this is like kind of different. So I think that that's, but that's a good idea you had. I forgot about, we have that number. I got to get that figured out. Well, and I think it would be cool if somebody called and said, hey, have you guys dealt with this before? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's always new stuff, you know? No, it is. And even the people that come up and talk to us, they always have good things to say. Um, uh, Keith yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we ran into him at Krabby Bill's and he had a bunch of nice things to say. Um, uh, I forget who else we were talking to. Oh, like even even like Allie who babysat for us yesterday. Yeah. Like she would be really good in the autism field. Oh, I was talking to her mom about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, they would. She would be like really good. And yeah, I so, said she could be an ABA therapist because she's really good with him. Yeah, and so somebody else. This was a couple of weeks ago. Came up and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know if it was their sister or their cousin or something is like considering getting into the field." And this person was talking to us about an episode we did about therapy and everything like that. And I'm like, "Good. The more people that talk about this stuff, you might get somebody interested." you know, to work in the field or research or something. Like, there's all kinds of things. Or, or maybe you'll have like an amazing idea for autism or parents or autistic kids or autistic adults whatever and you might change the damn world you might have a great idea yeah no i mean this is something that like they need more of they need more physical therapists for pediatrics more occupational therapists more aba therapists yeah more developmental pediatricians like yeah. they need more of all of them speech if therapists if you're looking to get into like to change your line of work um and you're remotely interested in you know, medical field, health, research, you know, therapy, psychology, psychiatry, I mean, whatever. I can just tell you this autism thing ain't going anywhere. I mean, we are we are in like the, I call it the embryonic stage. Yeah. Like, I, I just, this is just, it's getting crazy with just the way the spectrum is evolving and, and everything. It's just, um, but you look at, you know, God, one in 40 some kids now diagnosed with autism yeah, maybe one in 44 or something yeah and you know it wasn't long ago it was like one in 300 or something like you know what i mean yeah and it's just really like boom 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 um and as technology evolves too you know we're able to kind of like get more well, you're just able to amplify messages and, and and even like the fathering autism page like they're doing a great job using facebook and sharing their life and everything like that and and you know it's and, you know, I know someone's going to message and say, well, you know, you should be real. Like, you know, they're making money off that. It's like, well, good. They have the right to do that. And that's totally fine. You know, if they want to pimp out their shirts and everything like that, it's fine. I mean, they're putting their stuff out there. You know, it's fine. They're sharing their story just like we're sharing ours. Yeah, it's you fine. know, so. No, I think it's really good. Yep. Um, all right. So dailyautism.com is um, where you can go and get on the socials. Uh, all the podcast links are there at dailyautism.com. We will do Funyuns Friday next week. I feel bad we didn't do it this, this week. This week, yes. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, this, this coming Monday. week, we'll do Funyuns Friday. Somebody's going to win a bag of Funyuns. <laughs> Man. One thing I never thought I would be doing in my life is mailing a stranger a bag of Funyuns. I got to tell you. didn't <laughs> That's have that, funny. Yeah, didn't see that. That was not on the radar that I would be mailing strangers bags of Funyuns. That is funny. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, God, it just, it's so weird. It just feels like Sunday. It does. I just can't, it can't shake it. Like, I'm just not, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know. What's well, going. what do you want to do? I mean, well, you know, I mean, I don't know. We always on this podcast and it's like, well, what are you going to do? And you're like, well, I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to work out, whatever, you know? Yeah. Cause I feel like you have to end, like end it with like some positivity. I'm going to drink a green juice. I'm going to drink, I'm going to drink. Oh, a I forgot spinach. Do we have the mixed green still? Nope. 
Do we have anything green? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Broccoli. Ooh. Cucumbers. <laughs> oh, God. Cucumbers is actually good. In the juice? Well, people do like cucumber water and stuff. Ah, the hell with it. Let's give it a shot. I don't know. Yeah. Trust me. I just went to the store. Trust me. Uh, blending up cucumbers is a lot healthier than stuff that we drank yesterday. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah. fine. That was we have more... a lot of fruit. Yeah. The draft beer taps at a couple of these bars. Uh, well, trust me, that was a risk. Yeah. That was a risk. Eating uh, cucumbers will be just fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just try to get in a little uh, sizable workout. And, and then what? I don't know. No, you don't want to go out. No. I mean, we shouldn't. Yeah. It's a good day for a beach bar. See people, and you, it's like eighty something degrees. Y'all people think it's me. It's not. It's <laughs> not me. I got up this morning. I was everything was cool. I mean, I slept great last night, and I was working on these two other podcasts, and I was trying to set up this interview. And you took Cal to the park, and and obviously the new shoes. By the way, his new shoes are awesome. The high tops. Yeah, they're Dude, awesome. I, I wouldn't Pumas. think high tops look so cool on him. They look cool on him. He loves them. Yeah, he looks, but it made me sad though. He looks like a big kid. I know. He, he's getting big. I'm like, we went to the shoe place, we went to Five Below, we went to the park, and we went to Publix. And he held my hand the whole time, just like I said, like a brief meltdown. But our new thing now is going back into Publix and getting his free cookie. He used to love that when he was like two. And then the COVID came, and so he never went anymore. And so we just started that again. They just started up the free cookies uh, yeah. in public. They didn't want kids in there with, with COVID. Um, but he so, likes it. Uh, yeah, well, but so here's the thing. But back in the day, we would drive by, and he would say, cookie, cookie, and point at the grocery store. And yes. Like, Damn it, I do not have time to pull in there and get a cookie. I mean, it's a process. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, getting him out, getting him in, da 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 and so he forgot about it. So we could drive by and he wouldn't say a word because he forgot all about it. Well, now this whole cookie thing's back. So now I'm scared to drive by. Like, especially if, like, you know, we're going to, like, a kid's game or practice. Like, we just don't have time. Right. Like, I will try to not drive by the Publix and go other ways because he'll point and go cookie. I, we got to deal with that with the damn Rita's sometimes. And oh, I know. Drive by Rita's and yell ice cream. And yeah. And I'm like, oh. And then and Rita's has a line. So it's all these people. I know. You know? But he did a good job holding my hand, and then he even asked to get into the cart at the Publix. He well, wanted to sit in it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, it's not me. It's her. She's, <laughs> she's the one, you know, uh, and it is a beautiful day, and we ha- life is so short. We're, we're, our life is, is over. It's, it's winding down. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Listen to me. Do you know the average American lives to be about 75? Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. So over, almost half your life is over. And that's well, even, then I think you should enjoy it. That's e- Oh, see. <laughs> no, I know. And. I, but it's a balance. So, yes, it's a balance. But guess what? We like to go out at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. Okay, we've been out. For a few hours. We've been out once, this, twice this week. No, that was the last week. <laughs> Today's Monday. Uh, it's a new week. Y'all. That's my it's thing. It's not me, people. It's not me. Yesterday was Sunday. Oh, so that was the Monday? Second, yeah, so it's a new week. Uh-huh. And guess what? She, let Tyler me just, owes us. Oh, God. Let me tell y'all people right now what's going to happen on Saturday. She's going to say, oh, no. We went out Monday. You know, it's like the weekend. It's a different kind of a week thing. <laughs> It's not me. Just, I mean, even two hours. I do have work I have to get done. Um, I have to do a lot of stuff I don't want to do, like laundry and cleaning. I'm going to work out, and oh then I think I should shower, Our kids and are Tyler gonna, owes us a couple hours. There, there are people who think we go out too much. They think going out one or twice a week is, is too much, but I think those people are nuts. Well, I mean, what we don't, do you, what we would don't you, have What do you want to say around. to those people that say that we go out too much? 
Um, just real quick, just tell them something. I think by going no, out, we have a healthy you, marriage. No, no, talk to them. Just tell them. Listen, people. <laughs> <laughs> I think by going out, it is self-care, and it's good for your marriage. <laughs> oh, and boy. everyone does better when they can step away from their kids for a little bit and then come back fresh. You turn it right around on them. Because that group of people, like they, they are always like self-care, self-love, and you say that, and they don't know what to do. Well, and if you're not going out, you probably want to. <laughs> or you need to. What she's saying is you people that judge us so hard probably have no friends and uh, you have nobody to go out with. Our neighbors, Sean and Jenna, came over Friday night uh, and sat in our uh, our driveway. Yeah. Florida is a big like driveway. It's almost like a cult. Like it's it's we're driveway people. Like when it gets late, like we don't like going to bars late, like going out to beach bars and stuff because the tourists don't know how to handle themselves. They get wasted and it's a full day of drinking in the sun and they really just turn into idiots. Yeah. But thank you for coming and spending your money. Yes. Our roads are beautiful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think it's part the front yard thing is on the driveway is because in the summer, everyone's in their backyard. Well, in the pool. Yeah. Right. So, but, so we're in the front, but Sean and Jenna came over and they're like, you know, we're doing that. Didn't they say that they're doing their once a week date night thing? They said they're trying to because they think it's great that We've we do. We've seen them out a couple times. Yeah. On like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Yeah. You know, but I've always lived. Well, not always. That's a lie. I've always wanted to live like my whole thing is if you despise Mondays, like you hate Mondays, like you work all week just to get to Friday. I used to tell these clowns I worked with, I'm like, it would be Friday, right? And we were leaving the radio station. I'd be like, hey. 48 hours on Monday. They're like, no, no, please, God, no. Why would you say that? Oh, my God, you know. And I'm just like, dude, it's reality. I was like, the fact of the matter is, is like you hate your job so much that like you don't want to be reminded that you have to be back here in like 48 to 52 hours. I'm like, you shouldn't be here. Like, that's not a healthy place. Well, I love that Luke Bryan song that says, do what you love and call it work. Yeah. Because it's true. You should love what you do. a little bit. You've been... (laughs) Do what you love and call it work. Oh, my God. I wish I had a video. <laughs> Why are you smiling so big when you're singing? I don't know. That was pretty funny. Uh, that was good, by the way. Really? B- better than I thought. Yeah. Well, you, you I be- was in choir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a singer anymore, though. I but don't I practice enough. I, when, like the special needs parents, like when I do talk to them, which is very rare, or the reach out on social media, not a lot of in-person stuff, but I'm like, the one thing for me is... Like, in a weird way, autism kind of gave me a ridiculous amount of freedom. Like, I realized that that fake, the thing that they want you to be of, like, giving up every day, going to the same place, doing the same things, largely going to the same place every day so other people's dreams can come true. I was like, well, this whole autism thing in our life, like I can't do that anymore. Like I'm just not, I'm not going to be a part of that system. I don't want to shrink myself down to fit in those little shapes. Mm -hmm. And so it's like getting all the phone calls like a year and a half ago. Hey, come live here. Come work here. Come do this show. Come do this. And just saying no, like I'm not even driving to the airport for an interview was so weird and different. Right. Like, but it was because of like, I can't really do that, you know? Well, and we talked a lot about what we were going to do. Um, But we decided to stay in Florida. And a lot of our decisions, not only do we love it here, um, and we've made a life here, you know? Well, that was the other side of it too. What? Well, I would, you know, 
I, I get a call from a guy, you know, oh, we're having a morning show in Chicago. We'd like for you to come up and talk to us about it. I'm like, I'll do it from here. <laughs> yeah, your, your whole thing was, I'll do it remotely. They're like, well, just come talk to us about it. I'm like, dude, I, I just, it's honestly, I said, there's no point. You're going to waste five grand on an interview. Right. I was like, and I just honestly, and there's no way I'm going. They're like, well, you know, we could make this. I'm like, I'm just telling you, dude. Like, and this is kind of when I started to learn too about like, not only do I have five kids, I have an autistic kid. Like, whatever you have in the in the treasure chest, yeah, ain't gonna fool me. You know what I mean? And honestly, it didn't even matter how much money it was. I, I mean, like, we, it could be like a ton of money, knew, and it wasn't knew, worth it. We knew it was a ton of money, and it yeah. was fine. It was right. fine, but it just, it wasn't. You know, it it just. It, it just with this life, what that meant was taking out freedom, was taking out the ability to cope with whatever we may have to cope with. Right. Y- you know what I mean? And and also, what am I going to do? Get on a plane every time I want to go to a beach bar? That well, sounds he likes the beach. I mean, I would not want to move him, you know? No, he loves the beach too. But anyway, so the whole thing kind of brought a lot of like clarity, freedom. I look at other friends of mine and in the business and the industry I was in for 22 years and most of them are just driven by fear they're scared to death they're taking pay cuts they're 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 just upset they're not living life they're they're kind of getting lived you know and this autism thing like really kind of was I don't know it was a range of emotions it, like honestly the spectrum thing was is also real for parents because you get on the spectrum it's the spectrum of emotions yeah, because you, you, I say all the time. I look at them. I don't recognize my life. I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I absolutely don't mean it in a bad way. It just, I, I don't know what tomorrow is, and I don't even really remember yesterday. So, yeah. Whereas before, I could tell you what I did, where I did it, how I did it. You know, it was all, but it was also in the box and predictable and safe and vanilla. Well. But I struggled with all that stuff because that's not really what I like. That's not really who I am, and so. This is really, it's really amazing, you know. I, I read stories now, like I'll get on LinkedIn and people are like, oh, I look back and I would have never imagined where I'm at and I can't believe what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And I, you know, the last like three months, I'm like, I can't believe this. Like this has been pretty incredible. Even through the challenges, it's been pretty incredible. Yeah, like, and we're, we're lucky, lucky. We're lucky enough to live in a place that you do feel like you're on vacation and then to be able to have freedom too. It's yeah. like, it's nice. Yeah. It's like when people say, oh, you know, I got I to gotta go. I got to return these emails and get up tomorrow. And we're having a conference call. This and I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, <laughs> oh, God. Well, even though you just said, I don't recognize my life anymore. You st- you hate predictable days. Like, you don't want to do the same thing every day. No, I don't. And that's why you should go to a beach bar. And that's why <laughs> I probably am somewhat on the spectrum. Because I really am random, right? Like, it's just, I got to do different things. I have to, like... I don't know. I just got to do all these different things. It's just who I am. I love variety. I, I, I'm a curious person by, by DNA. What can I do? I'm curious. I'm curious about a lot of different things. Yeah, I like to think good. about a lot of different things. Well, you're doing a lot of different things right now. Doing way too many things, but it's fun. And, and it and, keeps you busy. And I'm doing it at my own, like, like the rules are mine. You know what I mean? If something sucks, it's on me. If something's great, it's on me. I don't have to play these games, you know, and blame other people or they blame me. You know, it's just like, ah, get out of here. You know what right. I mean? So, but then like, so then I think about like this autism thing, like it really, it's not just having a kid with autism. It like totally just redefines everything in your life. I mean, it's, it's, I almost just can't explain it, but it's like a, it's like a culture. 
it becomes sort of a culture. Well, it becomes a part of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's this is our life, and everyone in the house is affected. It makes me think about things differently. I don't know if that seems... Like what? I don't know. I, I just have this sense now. I just, I analyze things a little bit differently. Yeah. A little more patient when I look at things. I don't know. But I mean, it's a, but it's good. It's all good. Like well, I was patience on, are a big thing. I was sitting on a month. Patience are the, it's the number one thing. Yeah. And yeah. you can't get fl- frustrated or flustered. And yep. like his therapist asked me, what, what do you do when you, he has the poop on his hands? And I just said, we, we just immediately start cleaning it up. And she's like, do you say anything? And I was like, no. I, I, I literally don't have a reaction on purpose. But like, it, you don't want to get upset because what's the point of getting upset? Yeah, the only thing you can do. And she said that was good. That the therapists have been saying and will do is when it's not happening, it's just gently reminding him like, hey, Cal, by the way, do we put our hands in our diaper? And he'll go, no, we don't. Yeah. And so you just try to once in a while maybe twice three times a day just bring that up yeah just in case he was thinking about maybe doing it it'll it, he'll remind himself oh that's right i don't do that does it always work no but it's the kind of thing where we we don't know if it would have you know what if we didn't do it we don't know we don't know if it would have happened more or not but we have to try right you Austin. okay what now i was just making sure he's fine no that she's still on oh there. but like even thinking like we were, we were talking about like thinking about things differently and stuff like the other day, I was, I was at the beach, so I ran to the beach, and then I just kind of like, there's like this bench by this one beach access, and it's like perfect where the bench is, right? Like yeah. you can see these condos, and then but it's on the beach, and then you can see the the water and the pier and everything. And I was like just thinking, I don't know, I don't know what got me out of this, but it's just like, I was thinking about landline telephones. Oh yeah. Now why would that come up in my head? I mean, like I have no idea, I don't know, and I'm like, God, nobody uses landline telephones, whatever. So I decided to start doing this research on how many homes have landline phones in America anymore and like what they cost and why in the hell would people use them, like whatever. So then I started a podcast called Landline. Folks, the podcast is called Landline. It's like almost, a, and so it became like a, this is like what I wrote on LinkedIn and, and Facebook. It was kind of a social experiment. Now it's sort of almost like a spoof on podcasts. So I call people, I, I, I freaking download phone books from the internet and I call people because phone books are only landlines and I ask them about still having a landline. Like they're answered the call on a landline. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm talking to you on a landline. You know, like why do you have whatever? And the people are, I mean, some of them are totally insane. Some of them are really funny. Some well, of them are, I think it's hilarious. Some of them are goofy as hell. I mean, it's just the craziest thing. But like those kind of thoughts like i feel like when i was younger i used to have like ideas like that like like just just curious interesting i'm not saying good or bad that's for everyone else to judge and i don't care what you think but just curious like just curious ideas right but i feel like the whole autism like watching him and going through everything we have to go through like the step by step by step is almost like making us better in other things. How we think about working out, how we think about eating, how we, you know what I mean? Like it's almost trained you, I almost feel it's like the Tom Brady effect. Now I'm not comparing myself to the goat, but what I'm saying is they, they just talk about how, how methodical he was step by step, like the process. They said it was ridiculous. He'd show up at four in the morning and break down every play for every single player. Like insanity, right? Wow. But I feel like we kind of do that through life because I de- of him. I definitely think it has changed us for sure. Yeah. Because we have to do those step-by-step step things with him, then 
we're, we're just more patient and everything's kind of step by step for us now. But if you don't do those steps for him, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, so your landline thing, when I pulled it up on Spotify, um, I saw other things that said landline. Yeah. And then I saw yours cause it had your name and then yours has a red telephone. Yeah. Yeah. As the logo. Which is cool. Oh, you're saying people may go and find another one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you just know. put it in landline, there's other there's other ones. So yours is a red telephone, and it has your name. Yes. It's, yes. it's a red landline telephone. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there are other podcasts called Landline, and I have no idea what they're about. Um, no, I'm yes. kind of interested to go listen to them, honestly. Yeah, so I think it said Landline by Mark Jason. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, so... But anyway, so I just I give that example of like and like I'm working on another audio series now about um uh this is depressing. Uh, I know. It like makes me like oh I won't talk about it. Just yes, just mention it. Wow, we're forty five minutes in. Um well it's it's called the autism murders. And the only reason and I'm not gonna we're not gonna like you we're not gonna play any of them on this channel because I don't no. want people to this is I don't know. It's just like this. It's a positive podcast. Well, I think the interest is right. A fun, sad. Real. A, yeah, fun, sad, and real. Because we're kind of fun, kind of sad, kind of real, kind of confused. Whatever, all the words. But this is really like bone chilling. And um, so we're not, none of that content will be on here. I, I just. But you can tell people where to find it once, yeah, once it's out. Yeah. But, but it's, it's. So here's the deal. There's a lot of um, autistic people. So it's two way street, right? One. I, I've been researching a lot. People who are murdered, who are autistic or have autism, for whatever reason, the, the murders either aren't solved as much or aren't covered as much by the media. The flip side is, so that's kind of one habit. The, the other side of it is many autistic people, kids and adults, are murdered by their caretakers. Like, it's beyond understanding well some autistic people go live in a facility uh, right yeah. that's some of it some of it's in home where these murders have happened but a lot of these murders go unprosecuted because you're dealing with somebody who was developmentally challenged um and a caretaker and you just like a parent sometimes it's a parent but sometimes it's a therapist sometimes it's a paid caretaker um and those are just bad people well they're bad people or they they made a very bad decision, and the, but the problem is, is the court systems are kind of like, well, we had somebody who was, you know, they, they still use all the terms, you know, disabled, mentally incapacitated, but then we have this board certified therapist or this doctor, who are we gonna who are we gonna believe? Get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get it. There, I, I can see that. Yeah, there's a lot of like the system again. It's the we talk about this too. It's just the system is so screwed up. It just needs to be rewired from the school, but even to the justice system. Um, there's a guy out there doing great work. He's a former cop, and he's got a business now, and he's basically training police officers on how to deal with kids on the spectrum or adults on the spectrum um, when Which, they get, get out there. There's, there's been stories of uh, autistic people being shot because they'll start flapping and stimming, and the police freak out. Well, imagine if a, a police officer said, put your hands up. Yeah. And you don't do that, well, or not, and then they start flapping, and then and, put your hands behind your back, and yeah. then I, you can't you can't handcuff an autistic person like it's easy. So well, I think it's important that police know, officers do get trained it, on that. It is, and but gosh, the police they have 
the damn toughest job in the world. And so this just adds t- to everything. So, you know, I mean, it's anyway, it, so that series is, I'm working on that now. And you've talked but, about it a lot and it freaks me out, but it's just uh, about, it's, it's about, it's about real people getting murdered. I mean, yeah. and you're just adding autism into it, finding the autistic people. Well, and some of them because are, because it's not, some of them are unsolved, which are a lot, um, I mean, believe it or not, they're a lot easier to do and produce uh, because the ones where it's the caretakers where they've, they've either determined that it was, and sometimes they have prosecuted and put them in jail. You're just like, my God, the person that this person trusted the most. How, well, could, that's you, awful. how could you do that? Yeah. You know, so anyway, my, the broader point of it is, uh, <laughs> is that like just being a part of all this is really like, I don't know, you just, it just rewires you a little bit. And you kind of kind of activates these senses where you're just thinking about things and they're random as hell, but I'm random as hell. So it fits me perfect, you know. Um, and you kind of think everything autism now, you know, a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot, you know. But then again, like I, I just did another audio series on um, how the owner of the Washington Redskins was able to buy the team. And I know, you're doing everything kind of a, right now. It's kind of a business sports podcast, but it's just something I'm really interested in. I'm interested in how that transaction went down. And and what's uh, that one called? The uh, the man who created Dan. His name is Dan Snyder. But oh, it's yeah, about the Jack, man who created Dan. The man who created Dan. But th- there's not another one named that. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, um, it's really good. Uh, well, thanks. But, and interesting. I mean. Well, I just, so it got me thinking, like, how could I summarize this? And so what I kind of, after doing all the research and everything... It was basically how did a college dropout buy a high school dropouts football team for $800 million? Because that basically is the thesis of the whole thing. It's pretty incredible how these two people's lives um, collided and hundreds of millions of dollars, scandals, and a football team. I mean, it's just great. Yeah. So it's only like, I don't know, 25 minutes or something, but it's, that's kind of how I would like to consume a story like that. So that's, that's sort of how I did it. Anyway. This thing has just made everything so different and weird. So instead of like us thinking, you know, the nine to five mentality, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like follow the rules Monday through Friday, let loose Saturday, Sunday afternoon comes time to get start to get miserable again. And it, we're sort of like, no, 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 no. We, li- we live like our life on the spectrum. Like sometimes Tuesdays are our most fun, most fun day of the week. And yeah. I love it. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, there's no rules. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, we're, you can do whatever you want and have fun. Whatever you want. Be successful and whatever. I mean, you can just do all this crazy crap. And you might come home to somebody throwing poop at you. And that's okay, too. Yes, just be patient and that's calm. Right. Because getting frustrated or upset isn't going to do anything. And if worse comes to worse, you can have a big bag of Funyuns for breakfast and a cup of coffee. Eh. And just enjoy your life. And do what you love and call it work. Oh, my gosh. That was good. <laughs> You want to sing it one more time before we go? No. Come on, real quick. No. Come on, real quick. Do what you love and call it work.